Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. On Wednesday, January 25th, 2012, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Uh, the intro song that you just heard, in case any of you out there even give a fuck, is a demo that I have been given permission to play. Uh, the, the song is called Rome, and the artist, oh, God, the word artist is so brutal. Is that, like, socially accepted to, to refer to music or the people who make music as artists? I mean, I guess so. I'm just going to say it and own it. I'm going to own it. The artist who made that song uh, is, is called Father John Misty. Okay? Father John Misty. But you know who Father John Misty really is? Well, let me tell you. If you just stop fucking interrupting me, I will let you know. Father John Misty is actually my friend Josh Tillman, uh, who is the drummer of Fleet Foxes, and this is his side project. And he's like the front person singer or whatever makes all the stuff. Uh, and he goes by Father John Misty. But on a side note of a fucking side note, I just found out that Josh is no longer the drummer of Fleet Foxes because he has quit the band. And uh, and he can, and also he hates the idea that people would ever refer to Father John Misty as a side project to Fleet Foxes. So maybe Josh Tillman is no longer my friend. 
which is fine with me because he's a fucking nobody now that he's not in Fleet Foxes anymore. I'm kidding. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, hi, you guys. This is going to be an exciting night, I feel. You know why? Because I'm kind of manic. I've had so much coffee, uh, and I have all these personal things that I want to share with you, some overly personal things that I feel that if you're even already even tuning into this bullshit, then hearing my ridiculousness is going to be right up your alley. You're going to be into hearing all the gossip, all the stuff I'm feeling and thinking and experiencing this week. Let me get back on track. What is Boy Crazy Radio, you ask? Well, Boy Crazy Radio is my website, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com, come to life in radio form, even though, all right, let's call it spade a spade. This is technically not a radio show. It's a podcast. But how dare you? Okay, podcasts are the way of the future. Uh, I, I do reach an international audience, and uh, but can you please just let me call it a radio show because it makes me feel like I've got stuff going on in my life. It makes me feel like hot shit, and uh, I've had an emotional week, so of all the days to feel like hot shit, today's the day, so let me just feel that way, okay? Oh, God, you guys. Oh, I think it would help all of us to take a deep breath. Oh. But more specifically, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, all right? So think of this as like the new, think of Boy Crazy Radio as the new cooler love line. But instead of Dr. Drew, you get me, the fucking emotional cripple uh, and potentially big sister that you never even knew that you wanted, and maybe even the big sister that you jerk off to. Can you hear me out there? What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? You guys, are you newly single, sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, or what have you? A cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips their backpack straps a little bit too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone and need a shoulder to cry on? Are you madly in love, addicted to making out and or full sex? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Oh, my fucking God. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Well, then dial 646-378-0649 or call me toll-free. That's how much I care about you. I pay for it. I, I, I make it you know, out of my own pocket and the kindness of my heart. I provide a toll-free telephone number for you, which is area code 877-569-3588. You can call me using Skype, Gmail. You figure it out. If you can start a Facebook account, if you can start a Twitter account, you can figure out how to call me. And I would appreciate that because I'm single. Oh, God, I'm single all over again. And I don't feel as bad about it as I should. Can we get into this? I'm going to wait for the phone lines to... uh, to start overflowing. I see the calls coming in. I see you, 360-214-224, and what have you. Anyway, I'm going to talk a little bit about me, because the past few weeks I haven't been telling you about my personal life. I have a thing that I try to do. I like to give the impression that I, that I share every single thing that's going on in my life and that I share everything about myself on my blog, on my podcast, in, in the book that I'm writing uh, that will come out when I feel like uh, – I have enough good stuff to share. Anyway, and somebody wants to buy it. All right. 
But in reality, I don't share every single detail about myself because, I mean, I don't want to do that. But tonight I need to. Um, am I like parched? Do I sound like I'm, I'm smoking pot or something? Because I don't believe in pot. I don't smoke marijuana and I don't like weird dry mouth. And I really don't want to sound like I have dry mouth because that would make me want to fucking punch myself in the face and die. Oh, God, disgusting, disgusting. By the way, I have, I've lit a candle, um, my bra and undies match. And they usually do, except when I when I want them to match, when I'm in a situation where I'm making out with someone and, and going to get naked or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, for for some reason, I'm not wear, wearing, like, a matching bra and undies set or whatever. I don't say panties, okay? I have a lot of words I don't like. I shouldn't share them with you. I know I'm going off on a tangent. Just bear with me. I like to tell people all my weaknesses and buttons because I'm an idiot. I'm not an idiot. How dare you? But... I, like, give all this personal, like, tiny little details about myself away, and then everybody knows, and then people love just pushing my buttons. Like, I say, oh, I don't like this word, or I don't like that word, and then all my guy friends just use that word nonstop because I have huge reactions to little things that bother me. And instead of me not reacting and keeping my response small or just ignoring a word I don't like, for example, the word funky, uh, or in various other words, or anything having to do with bodily functions I don't appreciate, I don't like. Um, yeah. But instead of just ignoring when people say something that bothers me, I go, oh, my God, no, no, please stop. Oh, I can't do it. No, no, no. Um, oh, my God, no way. So that's how I react. So I'm not going to stop doing any of that because I kind of like how I am. Which takes me to the story of why I'm single today. I like who I am too much. I was dating this guy, and by the way, I will never tell anybody, I never tell anybody, I never share on my podcast or my website if I'm dating anyone because I like to keep that that little nugget close to myself, I mean close to my heart. I keep that shit personal because I want people to think that I'm single and I want to give my relationship the best chance it can possibly have, and I don't want to alienate anybody. And I do write stories about what, I, what I'm going through in my dating life and my sexual escapades and blah, 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 but usually they're from things that have happened years ago, or it's just centered around how I'm feeling about something that I'm experiencing. But it's not like details about another person or their address or ways to find them and kill them and murder them and beat them up or, you know, the size of their privates. It's usually just like, I felt this way about this, and, you know, and it's always like, about me personally, me reflecting on someone, something. Anyway, but now I'm going to share. I was dating someone for five months, and he's gorgeous. He's 6'3". He is talented at what he does. He's like a master at what he does, and I appreciate that. Um, the sex was epic. Did I mention his private was really big? I mean, it still is big, even though we're sing- I'm single. And he's single, too, unless he has a new girlfriend. But, uh, oh, my God, what the fuck? Um, and so we were dating for five months. He originally Facebooked me, and I'm not going to say anything really disrespectful about him, so if he's even tuning in, relax. Everything's going to be fine. Let me just fucking vent, all right? Why are, you, why are you even tuning in anyway? All right, we're done. You're not supposed to be tuning in. This is what bothered you to begin with, and this is why we're not ultimately why we're not together. Oh, my God, I'm going on a manic fucking rant. This is going to get scary. Oh, my God. I can just see me, like, doing this podcast, but then, like, taking all my clothes off because I'm, uh, I'm broadcasting. I'm broadcasting from my apartment because this is a very highbrow situation. 
at some point I'm going to keep ranting, and then I'm going to go totally mental, take all of my clothes off, and then, like, just keep podcasting naked and, you know, run over to my next-door neighbor's apartment and, like, knock on the door and then, like, grab their baby and, like, you know, whatever. Okay, I don't know where this is going. Let me get back on track. God damn it, you guys. Stop interrupting my flow. All right. So I was dating this guy. We, we met. He Facebooked me. We didn't meet. He Facebooked me um, on the interweb on Facebook. And, you know, my blog is out there. It's all over my fucking Facebook. I've had it for three years. I write about personal shit. I write about really crass things. I say very over-the-top things. I'm very flirty. I interview guys, and I have a seg- segment on my blog called Dude of the Day where I'm very flirty and I come across as like, I'm trying to act like the girls that will have a crush, who will be watching the videos, who will have a crush on the guy that I'm interviewing. So I'm very like, you know, the joke, I, I, I love being the butt of the joke in my videos. It's hilarious to me. I think it's so funny. So I'm like, oh, my God, are, are you going to fall in love with me? Can I see your stomach? How big are your privates? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, all of that has been out there for the past three years. I don't hide who I am. All right? It's all here. You're experiencing it now. How are we doing? Are you okay? I'm okay. Anyway, back to my story. So um, everything was great. Sex was great. He was a gentleman. He his, he comes from a very good home. He comes from another state. Uh, his parents are still married. He's got very strong morals and values. My parents were never married. My parents met through Rodney Bingenheimer, this guy who was like, you know, he was. There's a movie made about him called uh, called Mayor of the Sunset Strip. My dad is 30 years older than my mom. He's a rock photographer. He took lots of photos of like Marcel Duchamp and Dennis Hopper, and went on went went on the road with like fucking Easy Rider. He's like 30 years older than my mom. He's taken a lot of crazy art photos. Worked for Time. Uh, was a paparazzi photographer when I was little. He was the photo editor of Hustler. My mom, 30 years younger, what is an 80s rocker. She was in a hair band called Precious Metal. Before that, she was in a band with her brothers, kind of like a weird disco band in the late 70s called Promises. She has big tits, big boobs. I don't like even like the word tits. Fuck. Um, so our backgrounds are very different, me and my newly ex-boyfriend. You know, when I went, went to go meet his parents, um, we had to sleep in separate bedrooms. He, he isn't very comfortable talking about sex stuff. And this kind of escalated, um, even though I thought, you know, he sought me out and he found me. And I am this very sexually open person who's really puts herself out there and says all this crazy shit. He sought me out, but he's so different from me. And slowly but surely during our relationship, it kind of kept coming out how uncomfortable he was about, you know, things I would say or ways in which I would act or in which I act. And um, I was really busy this week, and I was kind of sick, and I had a lot of stuff I had to do. And, listen, I know I'm on a crazy rant right now, but I don't usually do this. So it's just like, you know, fucking... Deal with it. Deal with it, because I'm going to need your advice very shortly. Um, so we hadn't seen each other in a week, and already it was getting a little bit weird because um, he told me that I, I interviewed Tyler, the creator, and he is like the front person or whatever of like of uh, Odd Future. And I, I wrote this cover story for Oyster Magazine, some Australian fashion magazine, about Tyler, the creator. And I did a, a video of Tyler that I'm going to post. It, it will be live on the Oyster website when the story comes out. But I showed my boyfriend at the time this video. It was only not that long ago. And he did not like my behavior because in the video I asked Tyler 
you know, I asked to see his stomach and the size of his, and I asked him what his size of his privates were and blah, blah, blah. You know, just typical shit you, you would love for your girlfriend to do, but whatever. Yeah, maybe you don't like it, but who the fuck do you think you're dealing with? I, I've had this blog for three years. It's right in front of you. I mean, it's been there all along. Who do you think you're dating, dude? Anyway, so we go out to dinner two days ago. And I ask him, you know, I've been busy. We haven't seen each other. Let's reconnect. Like, we feel a little bit disconnected. I didn't think we were going to end up breaking up. But then we start talking. And I go, how are you feeling about, you know, your issues with my website and, you know, the fact that I talk so openly and candidly about sex? And he didn't even want to talk about it at the restaurant because he doesn't like talking about feelings is what I am learning and what I've learned and what I didn't really realize. Um, I was like, what? You don't want to talk about your feelings. Nobody's in the restaurant. Nobody gives a fuck. So finally, you know, it's like pulling teeth, and he tells me, you know, he doesn't really approve. He doesn't approve of my blog. He doesn't even like the fact that, you know, I made a video called The Importance of Saying No, and it was a video I made for girls to know that, like, not to be people pleasers, to encourage girls not to be people pleasers, and in general, people in general, to encourage them not to do anything they don't want to do. So he didn't like the fact that we had spoken about how I couldn't hang out with him and that I just, you know, I had to work, so I wasn't going to do anything I didn't want to do. He didn't like the fact that I made a video about this because it was, because he didn't like the fact that we had had a conversation and some part of me was reflecting on a conversation we had. Some part of our conversation was reflected on something I made for my website, even though it had nothing to do with him. I actually did not even make it because of him. He doesn't also, and, and he didn't like the photos I used on my site. They were too risque. All of the shit bothered him. And so I just sat across from him, and I hadn't planned on breaking up. I knew there were some weird issues that we'd have to iron out. But, you know, he was lovely. He loved me a ton. You know, he paid for dinners and drove a nice car and then fucking treated me like a princess. And the sex was amazing, and he's taller than me, and... You know, he smelled really good, and he was just so kind, and he met my parents, and I loved his parents, and he was, like, my family loved him, and it was just good. Like, I felt very safe with him. He would do anything for me. I felt very safe and loved by him. But the minute all this shit came up, he ultimately, he was, he was like, I hate the fact that I'm embarrassed by something that you do. I hate the fact that I, I don't approve of and am embarrassed by such a huge part of your life. And when I heard this, I thought, whoa, we've only been dating for five months. A lot of people stay in relationships, even though they've touched upon something that is will ultimately be the demise of their, their relationship, but they wait it out, and then they stay together for five or six years or however long, and then they, and finally maybe, you know, they do break up, and they look back, and they could have pinpointed their breakup to that five-month mark when they first saw the problem at hand. So I just said to him, I went, you know what, I love you, you're great, but this is too big an issue, I'm not okay with this, this is not going to work. And it was sad because I don't dislike him, I don't hate him, I'm not even angry at him. I think it's funny that he sought me out, I've never hid who I am from him at all. Um, (laughs) I put myself out there in such a raw way, I'm so honest, it's so funny, Um, and ultimately, that was the, the demise of our relationship, that he just couldn't accept it. Or he started he started seeing me more clearly, because he first he was ignoring my website and all this shit. Anyway, so um, if girls, if you're out there, if guys, if, if girls, guys, if you're out there and you're dealing with a breakup and you want to know how to get over a person or what to do if you're dealing with a breakup, 
call me, okay, because I'm going through it too, and I will tell you what to do. And, uh, you know, I love him. I wish him well. I, I'm not mad at him. He'll probably be very pissed when he finds out I talked about this, if he does, you know, but that will only be if he decides to listen. And, and he shouldn't, but he probably will because that's what we do. It's 2012. We troll people on the interweb. Um, yeah, I don't know. Call me up, and we'll talk about breakups. And I still want to say, though, I don't feel as bad as I should. I feel slightly relieved, and I shouldn't even be saying this. It's probably cruel and evil. I feel I started cleaning out my closet today. I felt I felt like, cool, I don't have to answer to anybody, you know? I, I protected myself. I stuck up for me. This breakup wasn't like, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. We just realized we were different, and I'm so happy that I was strong enough to just pull myself out of it and go, you know what, like, I'm not going to apologize for something I'm so proud of. I didn't do anything wrong. I like who I am, and I don't have time to fucking apologize for myself or feel guilty for making someone else uncomfortable. And he shouldn't have to be with someone who makes him uncomfortable. So, but it is sad. We cried a ton and blah, 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 and all that stuff. But life is too short. There are millions of people, and you should never have to change anyone, and... Yeah, let's talk about how exciting it is to be single. And I was, um, I have no desire to have sex with anybody. I don't have a crush on anybody. I'm not looking to fuck anybody tonight or tomorrow or next week or next month even. You know, I will see how I feel. Uh, I would like to continue to not have AIDS or herpes. But, you know, I've been cleaning. I cleaned out my closet. I went to the grocery store. I got my nails done, did. I feel good. And some fucking meathead dude, I don't mean to call him a meathead, but some guy. It was really funny because all of a sudden, without even me tweeting or doing anything or mentioning that I was single, all these dudes that, you know, had asked me out a while ago that I never put time into or anything, they've all come out of the woodwork today. And I met met some guy at Whole Foods who came up to me who had asked me out like two years ago and, you know, wants to go out again. So I will see if I do that, but I'm not in the mood. But that's interesting. And I just don't understand why the meathead gym guy, he's like 6'4", and looks like he could his name could be Blaine and you know, he's all fit and whatever. I feel like the gothic girl at school and I feel like he's like the jock, like the like the head fucking football the the quarterback or what have you. Whatever those guys are called. And it's so weird. I even said that to him. Like I was like, I'm gothic. Why why would you ever want to do this? But anyway, so there are options, you guys. And I go through shit so you don't have to feel alone and we can all relate to one another. And that was my fucking long-ass motherfucking rant. All right. I'm taking the first call because this is what it's really about. Uh, Area code 310. Hello? I know it was a long wait because I went on a long rant, but Area code 310, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And tell me your problem. And uh, this goes for everybody out there listening. Um, Tell me all that information, and then we'll get to your problem. What's up? Hello? Hello. Who are you? Oh, my name is Frank. You see, when you say area code 310, I, I don't know if that wasn't me or... Well, you just have to assume that it's you. Just take ownership of the 310 area code, and then we'll go from there. But it's you. So what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And then let's get into your problem. Okay, uh, Frank, 34, calling from uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, exciting. Baller. Just kidding. Okay, so you're calling from Beverly Hills. What's going on with you? And no, I just wanted to make a couple comments. Number um, number one, love your blog. Thank you. And um, been reading it, you know, been catching up on a lot of it recently. And um, you, I sent you an email, and you never responded. It was about um, how I want you to address the fact that 
you know, too many men are wearing, you know, like flip-flops and shorts while out and about. Ooh, brutal. I don't even remember reading that email, but I get hundreds of emails a week, so sometimes if I if I don't get to your email or anybody's email, it doesn't it's not personal. I just don't I don't know what happens. But um okay, so you want to address the fact that men wear flip-flops? No, I wanted you in an email, I wanted you to address that. You know, to to uh, I think I think it's gross. I feel like listen, a woman can wear a sandal. There are a lot of sandals I don't like. I don't like gladiator sandals and I don't like people in flip flops in general. But I will tell you, women are allowed to wear flip flops if they are getting their nails done. If you're getting a manicure pedicure, yes, you can be caught in public wearing flip flops. Preferably Haviana flip flops. They're low key, they're casual, they're classic, whatever. Men in flip flops is a major fucking clitoral hard off. Like guys in flip flops is not okay. Men should never be wearing flip-flops unless they're at the beach, okay? Exactly. You know, and you know who also says that, what you just said? Tom Ford. Tom Ford? Says what you just said. Good. I totally agree. That guy knows what's going on, and I appreciate the fact that I can be lumped into any category that that guy's in. That's great. But I'm, what I'm just saying is that I, I wish you would put that, like, on the blog so more and I more have. people... Okay, then if you have, then... then, then... I take that back because I've only caught up. I read your blog like a year and a half ago, and then stopped for a while because I was busy. And now I'm kind of getting back into it. So, you so know if what? you have, gonna... if you have, God yeah. bless you. Good job. <laughs> and also, one other thing, I didn't like the fact that you know on that video on your on your blog when you're interviewing Jason Siegel. Uh huh. I didn't like the way he was his attitude to you. He was a dick, wasn't he? Jason Siegel was a dick. Yeah, I didn't like that. Kind of this, you know, just kind of like standoffish as if he's, you know, like, you know, Marlon Brando and, you know, like what's his contribution to to um, cinema? Um, I Hate You, Sarah Marshall or whatever that was. Well, I really do love the movie I Hate You, Sarah Marshall or Forgetting Sarah, forget, forgetting Sarah Marshall. But you know what? Um, there's a... Yeah, he was acting that way for whatever reason. I think I'm aware of why he was acting that way, and that's totally fine, but he did come across as a dick, and that's that's fine. You have to deal with that. Um, but is that is that uh, is that everything you wanted to mention? Because I'm happy to talk about everything. No, 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 that's it. I'm sure you have other callers. I just wanted to say, talk about that. Maybe I'll send you another email, and we'll... Thank you. Okay. Okay, good night. Okay, you know what? I'm inspired. Thank you very much, Frank, because I'm going to make a video called Clitoral Hard Off. Okay, it's the female equivalent of the boner killer. Men refer to things that they don't like about women as, like, boner killers or whatever. I hate the word boner. Oh, another word I hate. Oh, God. Oh, funky, boner, uh, any bodily function thing. I'm just really giving my power away right now. Is that cool with you guys? Because that's what I'm doing, and I can't seem to stop. And if I would just shut the fuck up, I wouldn't give you the opportunity to press my buttons because somebody's going to call in and just be like butter 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 funky <laughs> all right i'm clearly getting crazy i mean this is my version of craziness it's not really that crazy leave me alone we're taking another call yeah but i'm going to make a video called clitoral hard offs and it's just going to be like men wearing flip-flops blah blah it's going to be like quick cuts and it's just going to be a ton of fucking shit we already have enough um you know things white girls say, things people in Los Angeles say, things blah, blah, blah say. So I'm going to make my own video of, like, very quick cuts with just things that, like, are a major turnoff. All right. Area code 905. Hello? Hello. Who's Hello? This? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Yes, you're on. Hi, my name's Jane. I'm calling from Toronto. 
And um, I had a quick question about uh, the show that you're doing. When is it coming out and when are we going to be seeing more of it? Just quickly about, or if you can say, the Showtime show, yeah. The Showtime show, I can't really talk about that because I feel like if I talk about it here on this podcast, I will jinx my all of my hopes and my dreams and my life. But, um, I mean, hopefully you will be, be seeing it sooner uh, the later. But I'm also, oh, God, there are all these things I want to tell you, but I can't because I just don't want to fucking jinx it. I just, probably, I just can't talk about it. But, but gonna you're going to be starring in it, right? You're going to be in it, in it. That is the, that's the plan. It's called Boy Crazy. Uh, and also I have another thing that I'm developing that's separate, that's not uh, not a scripted show, that's a different thing that I'm working on that I can't really get into either, but I wish I could because I'm a big, I'm a big blabbermouth and I get very excited about stuff. But uh, So just light a candle and then, like, pray to whoever you pray to that only good <laughs> things are going to happen that are Boy Crazy related, okay? For sure, I'll do that. Well, I just want to say congratulations, and I think it's going to be wicked awesome. And I read your blog, and if it's anything like that, then it's going to be super good. Thank you so much. You made my whole night. This is epic. See, it's okay that I'm single because people like me. How dare you, everybody? People. (laughs) Hello? Area code 416. Um, I'm just listening. Well, what the fuck is that all about? I don't really have a problem, per se, so I'm just listening. Are you, how old are you, 12? I'm 14. You're 14 and your mom's letting you listen to the show? I love it. <laughs> well, she's sleeping right now, so. Good. Wait, where's Harry Code 416? Toronto. Well, well, I'm getting all this exciting uh, Toronto, ooh, I don't want to say Toronto love. See, here's my problem. Wait, by the way, what's your name? Florence. Florence, like Florence and the Machine? Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Florence. See, here's my problem. I'm I'm telling everybody all these words I don't like. I was going to say, like, you know, I'm getting a lot of Toronto love, but that's a phrase I don't like because I think it's dorky, but then I said it anyway. So now I'm just, like, giving all my secrets away. What do you think about that? I think it's kind of cool. Not that I think you, you're kind of revealing, even though you revealed yourself on the Internet, like all the time, but you're revealing a side of yourself that maybe your fans don't really know about. Mhm. Yeah. What is the best thing? That's true. Thank you. Uh, I have a question for you though. What is the best thing about being 14 in 2012? Um, nothing really. It kind of. Well, there's maybe it's because I'm not a very social person, so I'm not really out there. But there's a lot of good music and stuff. I'm not exactly sure. There's nothing really cool to it. Who's your favorite? What? Oh, you you said you're almost fifteen. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite band? As of right now, I'd say the Black Keys. But. That is a good choice. That's exciting. Um, if I were in a band, would you go to see my band play? Probably. Probably? I can't even get a guarantee. It's a fucking hypothetical question, Florence. But I saw that video of you drumming, and that was pretty cool, so I'd probably go see it. You'd still probably? I can't even get a goddamn <laughs> guarantee. It's a hypothetical scenario, Florence. I need your help. Well, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't heard you sing or anything. Well, I have heard you sing, but 
You said you were just joking around, so I'm not exactly sure. Oh my God, Florence! I can't believe. <laughs> Thank you, Florence, for your uh, undying uh, and unwavering honesty. I appreciate that about you, Florence. Uh, area code six hundred one. Hello. Hello. Who is this? Oh, yeah. Hello. Tell me all the stuff I need you to tell me. Okay. Um. My name is Gwen. I'm I'm in Mississippi. Um, what what was the other stuff? Uh, how old are you, and what's your problem? I'm 22. Okay, and you're I'm 22. 22? Yes, 22. 22. Okay, let's get to it. Yeah, I'm 22. I'm in law school. It's fun. Um, my problem is that I've been kind of seeing this guy, and I don't know when to. It's like I don't know how to read him and tell if he wants. Uh, relationship or like what he wants, you know? Okay. Well, first off, let me just let me just say I'm gonna have a few questions for you. But uh, ultimately, here's the ideal situation: when you are a woman and you are single and you meet a guy and that guy is single, and if that guy wants to love you and if that guy wants to fuck you, if that guy wants to stick, to stick his private in your private or hold your hand and walk down the street uh, in public with you, he will let you know. Okay, he will let that be known in a major way, and he will come after you. He will pursue you. Ideally, you want a guy to pursue you because even though it's 2012 and we're women and women are morphing into men and whatnot and we're all very powerful and smart and capable and whatever, you want a dude to fucking pursue you. So what's going on with this dude? Have you guys ever made out? Have you had sex? What's the story? What's the background? I mean, no background. We make out and we hook up all the time, but we don't have sex because I told him that. I mean, I'm not going to have sex with someone unless I'm in a relationship with them. But, like, well, I didn't tell him that. I told him that I'm not just, I just always tell him that we're not having sex. I don't want to have sex with someone unless I'm sure about them. Um, and so, and I'm not sure about him. Um, but he always, and he goes out of town a lot. So there's another problem because he, he works out of town. And he never knows. He has, like, an odd schedule. So he, like, never knows when he's going to be in town and when he's not going to be in town. But whenever he's going to be in town, he always tells me. And um, whenever he has, like, a free time from work, because he works offshore, like, in the ocean. And what so, are we, well, hold on, wait. What is, what is he doing, smuggling little boys into, th- into, like, Thailand? What is he doing? No, he does something on boats. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. You don't I'm even really... know? Wait, you don't even know what this dude does? Well, he, he's trying to become a captain of a boat. Um, well, he told me before, but it seems so complicated, so I kind of just didn't bother to commit it to memory. Um, Listen, if, if already his, the story of his life and what he's up to on a regular basis is boring and you have to shut down your mind because you can't compute what he's saying because it's not that interesting or too confusing, and, like, he's always gone, I don't know. I don't like the vibe I'm getting from this guy, and I also feel like you should trust your gut reaction that he's, like, he's like stringing you along uh, it's a little bit unclear. It seems very casual. You don't know yeah. that much about him. You know what I mean? I don't like the feeling that I'm getting from this guy, and I'm not even making out with him on a boat. Yeah. Should I? So I shouldn't ask. Wait. You want? To, what, what were you going to ask him? I was going to ask him what he, what his opinion was, like what he sees this as. But you know what? Fuck. Do it. What do you have to lose? Because I'm already wait. I, I'm, oh. I'm ready for you to just. You know, like, I'm ready for you to, like, just not talk to him anymore, for you to just not talk to him anymore, so why don't you just go, next time he comes to town, does he ever take you to dinner on a date? Yeah, we go on dates. He cooks for me. Hmm. 
Okay, that's romantic. Or is he just trying to keep you indoors? I don't know what's going on here. How old is he? He's 29. He's 29. You're 22. You're both in Mississippi. He's out of town a lot, does stuff with a boat. Um, it's very unclear. Yeah, you know what? Next time when he comes back into town or whatever and you guys hang out and you have a date, go, do you really like him? Do you think you're falling in love with him? No, I don't fall in love that easily. I'm just like, mm, no. Definitely, I mean, I like him, but I wouldn't say that. Yeah, fuck it. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. You're 50% of this relationship or whatever this is and go, hey, I just want to know. Like, I think you're great. We have really, I'm fun. I have fun with you, but, like, what is this? And then you don't yeah. even have to say any, anything more. And that's kind of cool because you can just sit back, be quiet, and let the other person talk because that's one of my favorite things that I'm realizing, and I have to remember this from time to time because I forget. Like, not saying stuff is so powerful. And it's so cool to just you just say one thing and then just sit back and listen to his response and watch his face and see how you feel based on his response. And then you'll know. You'll know what's going on. If you if you feel like he's being yeah. shady and weird and not committal and noncommittal, yeah, but definitely but ask him because you are allowed to and, and let me know what happens. Okay, cool. And I also wanted to know, um, like what do you say to your friend whenever they just broke up with someone? Like or because um, my friend called me earlier tonight. She was crying because this guy that she was with told her that he was losing interest in her, but he still wanted to talk to her and be her friend. And I don't know, it was weird. Ew. What do you say to your friend who's who's breaking up with a guy? Who's he's breaking up with her? Oh, but. wait. But your friend is your friend is the girl. Yeah. Well, you don't really have to say anything to her. You should, just listen. Should she, did, did she call you to vent? Yeah. Well, she called me because she was upset and she was crying. Yeah, so just, you know what, listen. Just just listen to her, you know? Yeah. It's as Thanks simple as that. Like, thank you. Is that, are we, does that all make yeah, sense and okay. good? Yeah, we're good. I mean, we're good. Oh, good. Okay. Um, I, yeah, that's sometimes it's as simple as that, too. You're going to listen to the guy's response that, and when you ask him what, what, what your fucking relationship is or what it isn't, and then your friend's all crying and wants to vent about her boyfriend, just sit back and listen and chime in when if she asks for advice or whatever and just tell her what you think. But it's not it's not that complicated and just listening is so important sometimes. Um, area code three two three. Hello. Uh oh. Who's this? You sound very young. Tell me everything. Hello? Yeah, who's this? You're on. Wait. Oh hi, um, I'm Marissa. And um, I'm 16. I'm 16. I'm from Redlands. Oh, you're from Redlands. Okie dokie. Yeah. What? I used what's to live happening? in LA. That's why. Well, what's going on with you? Okay. Well, um, uh, well, I had a thing with this guy, and um, he's in Uh-oh. the same theater. <laughs> he's in the same theater program as me, and we sort of ended it a while ago, and I haven't seen him for a while, and then. Um, I recently just started seeing him again, and he, well, like, we just, like, we didn't, we ended things, and we didn't really have, like, closure. We just sort of just ended it, and, well, all these, like, old feelings are coming back, and, um, and I have to, like, I don't know, like, we just, it's really awkward now that I see him around. Okay, why are you seeing him again? What like you're in the same theater program? Why yeah. is he all of a sudden? Why is he all of a sudden back around? Um, I have no idea. He's just like helping around. I guess I have no idea why he's back. 
is he stalking you? Is he having sex with your teacher? Is he in your class, just like under, under your desk? Like what's going no, on? No, the thing is, okay, the thing is, he's he's twenty, and so he's like an alumni. So um, we weren't supposed to tell anyone about our relationship because he was older, and well, that's what we decided. We didn't. We decided on not telling anyone, and. Um, and so, like, there's all these girls that are, like, swooning over him, and I'm just kind of there, like, having to hold myself back from, like, like saying anything. So it's just, like, really hard. Okay. First of all, I mean, I did lose my virginity when I was when I was 15 to a 19-year-old guy, but, like, what the fuck is this dude hanging out at some old high school? Like, oh, wait, there's a really weird connection happening. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, I, I mean, I just say, like, it's... God, I can't. I, I've got to hang up on you and give you my advice because this, this connection is too bizarre. Um, the fact that, well, thank you for calling, Marissa. Um, the fact that that guy is hanging out at your school is really weird to me. If it didn't work out, out the first time and it's over, um, you just—it sucks to see him. It brings up emotional stuff, but it, I mean, I don't know all the details. And if that—and if our connection had been better, I would have asked more specific questions. But that was just doing my head in. I don't know if anybody else could hear the shitty connection. But uh, it ended. It ended for a reason. Dude is weird to be hanging out at his old high school, especially if he doesn't work there. And if he worked there, that would also be weird to have all these fucking 15- and 16-year-old high school girls lusting after him. What the fuck is that all about? That does not sound like any 20-year-old dude I want to hang out with. That's weird. Um, It's over. He's a creep. Just stay busy. Put your attention on something else. Do your homework. Plan out what you want, your, all your, you know, write down all the dreams for your life that you want to come true. Uh, just get over this bonehead. I don't like him. He sounds creepy to me. I just don't like that he's hanging out at the high school. It's like trolling for girls and, like, having his ego stroked and God knows what else by, like, 16-year-old girls. Disgusting. Uh, area code 406. Oh, hello? Hello, who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me your problem. Hello, hello, Lexi. Um, I my name's Katie. I'm calling from Montana. Um, Yay! Yeah, it's not as bad as you probably think. Um, anyway, I'm 20. Um, <clears throat> so I have a lot. I don't. Know, I have a lot of. I have a lot of issues. You could probably say. Um, but who doesn't? Okay, so right now I have this sort of what um what I probably what I've usually referred to as kind of a long term fuck buddy situation exciting oh yeah and um we've been with that for a long time and um never really thought I could take him seriously but somehow I've gotten a little bit more attached to him than I intended to and that kind of freaks me out and I don't know we've just been through a lot together and I kind of feel that I should pull away from the relationship and just like see what happens because he's not kind of he's definitely not stepping it up and being what I want him to be. I don't know. I just don't know if I should pull away or if I should just keep, like, this casual thing going on. Oh, my God. I I, I totally relate to what you're talking about. Listen, we're women. It's a fucking game of Russian roulette to have casual sex and not be affected, okay? Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. I know that I've been in situations where I can have sex with guys and it means nothing. They leave my place. I'm not bummed. I don't give a fuck. I, I do my work. Everything's great. Um... Like, there's no attachment. And then all of a sudden, you'll have sex with another person that you think you don't even like. It's just a fucking, you know, sexual situation. Like, you're an animal and you just want to do this physical thing. And it's like, (laughs) it's a physical activity. 
uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, you, you have sex, and then they leave, and you're like, oh my god, he didn't text me. I, I wonder if he's gonna call me. I, uh, you know, like because when when we have sex with a guy, uh, oxytocin, like there there are like different chemicals that are released in our brain. One of which is called oxytocin. Okay, and it's like mm-hmm. this bonding chemical. I mean, I don't know all the details because I'm not Dr. Drew, but I'm trying my hardest to be like a smart big sister. So this is what I've heard. Uh, oxytocin is released, and it is a chemical that bonds you to the person that you are fucking because as women, like, it's going to take us a long time to evolve like a man. Um, and I've actually called Loveline about this and spoken to Dr. Drew about this because I had the same question. I had the same question. I wanted to know, like, kind of along the same lines of the situation you're in, I wanted to know why can men have sex, not give a fuck, or, or be emotionally attached to a girl, but women, we can only do it sometimes, but most of the time, we get emotionally attached. And he said it's because men have, are evolved to this place. It's going to take a long time for women to evolve to get to where men are. And what happens is, like, that's how we're built. Like, uh, you have sex, oxytocin is released, you want to nest with the guy, you want him to, like, you know, you want to, like, make a baby with him. It's like this chemical that just says make a baby, nest, take care of the house. Like, it's really weird, but it's like a fucking chemical thing. And and that's why it's harder for women to have casual sex. Yes, I suggest if you're falling for this, if you're falling for this guy, um, and you aren't getting the vibe that he's as emotionally into you as you are becoming, uh, you know, to him. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, pull away a little bit or have a conversation with him and go. You know what? This isn't working for me like it was before. I think I'm starting to have feelings for you, and that makes me uncomfortable because I don't feel like we're on the same page, and I don't want to make myself vulnerable to you because it makes doesn't make me feel safe and blah, 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 whatever. Just say that I'm starting to have feelings for you and I don't think we're on the same page, so this arrangement isn't going to work for me anymore. And then see what oh, he says. I know, I know that's exactly what I should do, but it's like what? very, very good sex. And, like, I think you'll appreciate this. He's literally six foot nine. Ew, and too tall. That's freaking no, too tall. it's not. No, it's not. I don't think it's too tall. You think it's there's too tall? tall? Yeah, <laughs> He's on, like, our college basketball team, and, like, it's just, it's, I don't know. Well, I know, but what do you want? You have to figure out what you want for yourself, because if you get emotionally attached to this guy and you already said you have, this is a recipe for heartbreak and disaster because it is. you're, you're going to fall in love with him. Yes, you have to pull yourself out, and, and maybe there's a chance that he is falling for you, too, because the sex is so great and he's into it. How long has this been going on for? Um, Like, over a year. A few months over, over a year. year. Listen, yeah. just follow my advice, okay? Don't. We're women. We can rationalize anything. We can talk ourselves in and out of stuff immediately because we're so fucking smart and we're so capable. But mm-hmm. listen to my advice. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull you out of this. Okay. You have. You have to find out what's gonna happen next. In order to do that, you have to communicate with him and say, listen, this arrangement isn't working for me anymore because I feel like I'm getting a little bit emotionally attached to you and I don't feel like you, you know, I feel like we're on different pages and that makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable. And then sit back, listen to his reaction, and then if you're confused by his response or his reaction, feel free to call me next week and I'll tell you what he meant by whatever okay. he said, okay? Okay, sounds uh, sounds good. Oh my god, I didn't mean to hang up and fuck that all up. I'm just trying. I want to get to all the phone calls, but uh, I feel like that was good advice. So take it and please call me back, Katie. Call me back and let me know what happens because it's not like I have never been in that situation. It's not like a lot of girls who are listening to the show and will be listening next week haven't been in that situation. Okay. The more personal you think your situation is, the more personal it is, the more universal it is. Okay. Like just remember that. Like 
anything you're going through, other people have experienced too. So let's like all just share our common knowledge of like whatever the issue is with one another. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Area code 905. Hey, it's Jane again. Sorry, I got disconnected before. Oh, my goodness. What happened? I don't know. Like some weird advertisement came on about, I don't know what it was for, but I couldn't hear you, so I just called back. But so wait, I what do were you have a, um, Well, I just was asking you questions about your show, and you told me to light a candle for you and send out good vibes and... My candle's lit, but I did have an actual question that I wanted to ask oh, you about. Oh, tell me what your question is, yeah. Okay, um, well, you put a video up, I'm not quite sure exactly when, um, this year, and it was about how women should, you know, explore their body, and if you don't know how to please yourself, how do you expect other people to please you? That was basically exactly. the gist of it. That, that video is called Alexi's Guide to a Better Life, masturbation mania and the whole point of it is yes you should be you should if you don't know how to fucking get yourself off how do you expect anyone else to get you off so you should become very familiar with your clitoris clitoris whatever you want to call it and masturbate all the time like you know in bathroom stalls uh in a closet in your bed before you know before you go to sleep whatever anyway so what's going on with that what do you what do you need to know Okay, well, I've taken that advice to heart, and I've been trying to, well, not that I've never done that before, but just, you know, try to be more dedicated to that and practice that more. That kind of mm-hmm. sounds funny, but anyways, um, but, I've never, but I've never reached orgasm before, and, oh. like, I'm a sexually active person. I'm 23 years old, and I just want to know, like, when... When does it get to the point where it's not a physical problem, it's mental? Do you, well, uh, do you have thoughts on many, that? How many people have you slept with? Um, uh, I'd say more than 10. More than 10. Um, and you've never once had an orgasm? No. Not even, no. no. I mean, let's just, I mean, this is what an orgasm is to me. All of a sudden you're like, you know, you feel tickly down there, you feel tickly in your privates, and all of a sudden it's like, <gasps> it's like this crazy, crazy, crazy thing where you're like, it's like, it's like that wonderful feeling when you're about to sneeze and it gets all tingly in your nose kind of, but it's like not as tingly and weird in a bad way, but it's like super, it's like a crazy explosion in your privates, and it's like the best thing ever, and you're super, wait, do you get wet? Yeah, definitely. If you get, you get wet, do you have a gynecologist that you go to? Yes, uh, I haven't been, I'm supposed to, I've missed my annual appointment. I'm going to get on that, but, yeah, I do have somebody that I see. But I okay, don't feel I'm, comfortable bringing something like this up to him. Why? Uh, he's just kind of like, I don't know, Ooh. I feel like it's like kind of a factory production line. Like it's just like he wants people to get in and out as quick Listen, as possible. Okay, listen to me. First step, get a female gynecologist, okay? I want you to feel comfortable. You don't like this guy. You feel like it's a factory line and you want to get in and get out. Well, fuck that. Go get a different gynecologist. Like, have have another, have your general practice, uh, you know, doctor recommend a really great female doctor that takes your insurance if you have insurance or get a good referral from one of your girlfriends or your mom or somebody for a female gynecologist. And when you go see this female gynecologist that you're going to find, 
I fucking want you to, you sure as hell better bring up the fact that you've never had an orgasm. And also, have you ever been to a therapist? Yes. Yes? And also, it was a male therapist, and I wouldn't feel comfortable bringing up okay. um, stuff that are that is under, like, you know, that's sexual. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? You need to create a world uh, for yourself in which you feel comfortable. And and would you feel comfortable with a female gynecologist and a female therapist? Um, I, I guess it really just depends on the person, but I guess so. Like, I don't know, you just kind of have to feel their vibes. Well, but I don't see why I wouldn't. Yeah, well, I think, like, the male aspect, I would feel shy about how, I, yeah, You know what, I've... I've never had a male gynecologist ever because I, I, I would freak out. It's too embarrassing. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, no way. That's, that's scary. That's embarrassing. No. So I, I have a female gynecologist. Um, I do go to a male therapist because I have no problem talking about anything, obviously, um, and I also have daddy issues, so I go to a male uh, therapist. <laughs> but, but find a female therapist, and if you can call me and tell me these things, Believe me, it's okay to talk to a therapist and to your gynecologist about the issues you're experiencing, but I definitely encourage you seeing a, a woman. And uh, I would say that, yeah, it does. T- I mean, I'm not a doctor. Again, I'm going to say that, but and you can always call Loveline and talk to talk to Dr. Drew, the master of everything. But, uh, you know, I would, I would say, yeah. like, yeah, if, if you've had sex with over 10 people and you've never had an orgasm and you masturbate and you can't do it, definitely um, it, I think it's an emotional mental thing or something deep down inside of you and uh do you have you were you molested when you were little no of course not no no of course i don't know you how is it of course not you never know that's the Uh, thing where it's like i've I've got to ask like were you ever sexually abused or raped or i know it's an intense question but i'm asking if like i if you're my best friend and we're having tea or you're at my house i would ask you these things because it's like this is real shit you know um, one of the guys that I was had an ongoing like sexual relationship with, there's this movie called um, Young People Fucking. I don't know if you've seen it before. If you haven't, you should because I, I think you'd like it. You do? I've never seen it you before. Haven't? Okay, no. but anyways, it's just kind of about a group of like six people and their sexual relationships, and there was this one girl, and she couldn't have an orgasm unless. She was in love. So maybe it has something to do with, like, I don't know, because you're saying, like, have you heard this problem before when people have called in that the saying, like, is this something that's common? Because I, like, I read statistics and they say, like, something like, I'm sure you know this, like over 60% of people haven't had it and blah, 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 you need to do this and this and this and that. And then I think that maybe it would be something just like maybe if I was really super comfortable with a person. But the thing of it is, like, I have been comfortable before. I've done it with, like, people I've had long-term relationships with, obviously. And I think that it, I think it's just in my head, like, that's kind of my thing, but I just don't quite know why. Like, I don't know know why it's well, listen, my per- I mean, in my I'm, we're different. We're not the same person. Uh, I I can have orgasm. I mean, I'm not trying to brag or be a dick, but I'm just saying, like, you know, if we're having a chat about this, I can have an orgasm during a one night stand if some guy's going down on me or inside of me or I'm on top or he's on top. Like, I I but I also touch myself while I have sex or whatever. So because uh, I make I'm not embarrassed to do that, and I uh, and 
you know, I think it's really important to to make sure you have an orgasm as a girl um, when you're having sex, and that should be something that the guy really cares about. And anyway, but yes, it's definitely a possibility, of course, and it makes complete sense that like you need to be you need to feel very comfortable and be experiencing real intimacy to let yourself feel free enough and okay enough to have an orgasm. So that's completely in the realm of possibility. That makes complete sense. I don't know because I'm not you and I'm not, I I, I don't know you. We've never met. And even if I had met you, it doesn't mean I'm going to know the answer to this. But I can tell you that talking about this with a therapist that you feel comfortable with and going to a female gynecologist, because you need to do that anyway because you said you already don't like your gynecologist, bringing this up with professionals that deal with vaginas and people's minds um, is only going to help and be beneficial. And, yeah, practice it seems like you know at a gut level kind of what you need because if you're already exploring, like really ask yourself, get quiet with yourself and and say like, hmm, you know, it seems like that's what you've done and you go, maybe I just need to be very intimate with somebody. But, I mean, I'm just going to keep stressing. Yeah, wait to get very close to someone. And then also when you do have, say, have a boyfriend for a while, you're single now, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Let's say you have a, let's say you have a boyfriend for a while. It should be someone who's your best friend and someone that you feel comfortable enough to not only get naked with and have sex with and be in all these weird, interesting, exciting positions with, but it should be someone you can say, listen, I've never had an orgasm. Can we just get really weird and crazy tonight? Like, I'm not, you know, and just fucking, like, keep having sex and doing stuff and, like, licking parts of each other and doing lots of stuff until I come because I've never had an orgasm and I would love for you to be the first guy in my entire life who ever made me come because that would be awesome for a guy. And to be open with him and into, and close enough with him to be that open with him, that sounds very exciting and ideal. But you should so wait to get intimate with a guy, explore your, sexual, your sex stuff with him to try to make yourself get off and everything. And in the meantime, get a female gynecologist, bring this up with her because they know what they're dealing with and they'll, they, they will have heard this shit way more than I have. And start seeing a female therapist because, you know, therapy is just great all the way around in general. You know, if you go to, the, if you go to a good therapist, if you go to the right one that you vibe, that you vibe well with, and that's only going to make your life better, you know, even if you don't get to the bottom of your, of your question immediately, you know? So you don't think it's weird at all talking to a therapist because mine is kind of, I'm 23, I'd say, I don't know his exact age, if they say that he's about 29, 30, and talking to him about, like, my female reproductive problems, that's not weird at all. But that's not like, don't you think that's you're talking, more... Wait, I, have two more, I have two more minutes of the show, so I've got to wrap it up. But when you, you said you're gynecologist or your therapist? I was saying therapist. I can understand with because it's a medical thing, but... I, I've got to wrap up the show, but I, I, I mean... I don't think it's weird to talk about if he's a therapist, his job is to listen and to give good advice and feedback and, and provide you with what you need mentally and chat and chat with you. That's his job. If you don't feel comfortable with him, you need to see a different therapist. It's what you feel comfortable with. It, it's it's what you need and what you feel comfortable with, okay? Um okay. I'm gonna take one I'm gonna take one last call. Thanks so much. Bye bye. You're welcome. Who is this? Who's this? Hello? Oh, my God, who is this? You have one minute to say something neat. Uh, listen, uh, I have a question about uh, is there a rule or do you feel like there's rules for uh, the way people are intimate and how how their, their bushes go? How they're private? How they're like, what do you, how their what go? 
I guess the best way I could say this is so there's this woman I'm interested in and and she's really sophisticated and super lovely, but there's a we started making out it it turns out that basically her her bush went all the way up to where her stomach was and also it came around the back like a bunny tail. Okay, your voice sounds very familiar. I wish if we had more time, I wish you could sing a song for me because you feel you sound very familiar. I'm going to hang up on you and address this all at the same time. Uh, that girl sounds fucking gross as fuck. Uh, disconnect all ties to this person immediately. Um, you sound adorable, by the way. You sound six feet tall and like the most beautiful black man I've ever had the pleasure of speaking with on Boy Crazy Radio. Everybody, we have 15 seconds left. Thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. Tune in next week, same time, same place. Ah! I love you so much. It fucking hurts in all the best places. I love you. Bye. Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for and Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer lands 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.